Good afternoon, everybody. It's Sally Kalem here, relationship coach, healer, and mentor. You are listening to my podcast, Relationships, the Good and the Messy, where we discuss everything relationships. Thank you for tuning in today, guys. I'm going to get right into it today as we have a very important topic to discuss. And it is the subject of why we stay in a toxic relationship, the reasons why we stay in this toxic relationship. And the question to ask ourselves is, are we losing ourselves in these relationships? And it's a very important subject. So I want to dive in to some of the reasons that we stay in this re- in these relationships. Now, I have discussed this numerous times before in podcasts. And of course, it's a subject of conversation with many of my clients And I want to run through some of the reasons why we stay in these relationships and and some questions that you need to ask yourself if you are um, knowing that something inside of you isn't okay for you, but yet you are convincing yourself that this is something that you actually do want and to explore that a little bit deeper. So without further ado, let's get into some of the reasons why we stay in these toxic relationships. Well, the first reason why we stay is fear. And there are a number of fear factors why we do stay. Fear of being alone. Fear of the unknown. Fear that we will not find anyone as good. Even if you're living in a toxic relationship, I know that that is a question that still many of you ask yourselves is, will I find someone that I feel the same way about? And what if I can't? What if I can't feel this ever again? And so even though you may be experiencing a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, there is a part of you believing that this is acceptable for you and that you won't be able to find something like that again. And that's a very real issue. Um, I understand that. Um, I'll dive in a bit deeper to this afterwards, but I just want to go over the actual reasons why we stay. So fear is a big one. The second reason why we may stay is because we have children with that person and there is this feeling that we need to keep the family together for the sake of the children. So there's another reason. Going to dive in a bit deeper again with that one in a minute. Um, Financial reasons. We stay because financially it is um, much easier and the thought of um, starting over and dealing with all that financial stress can be really overwhelming for some people and they feel that um, it's easier to stay in that situation than to actually break away because financially a lot of people feel that they can't do it on their own, that they have been maybe dependent on that person. And of course, the thought of them being um, financially independent is something very confronting for a lot of people. Another reason why we stay in relationships um, that we know aren't actually good for us is sometimes guilt and sometimes um you know, the feelings of guilt, if that person maybe has gone through um, some their own personal struggles and we have stood by their side and then we know it's not good for us, but we, um, we don't know how to leave. We feel sorry for them. We feel like, you know, they need us and there's all this guilt around those, that situation. And so we're actually not listening to our truth. We're doing things for, you know, because we feel we need to. And that may seem like a selfless kind of thing to do, but I can assure you, if you are staying there from a place of guilt, it actually isn't that. It it really is a really soul-destructive way to live ultimately because it can really eat away at your truth and your heart and soul. And um, 
yeah, so it's another reason why people stay. So there are the, the main reasons that people stay in relationships. And of course, the big reason why a lot of people, well, most people believe they're staying is because they feel that they are in love with that person. They feel that, well, I love this person. So of course I'm going to stay. Of course I'm going to make everything work. So let's just look at some of those um, those reasons why we stay and break it down a bit for you. Okay, so the fear of being alone, you know, what is it that we're actually afraid of? Why is it so difficult for so many of us to feel that we need somebody in our life? This goes back, guys, to a lot of self-love and self-worth. And if you are lacking in that, you are going to have those feelings of you know, that arise within you of fear of, of just starting over, of, you know, that you're going to be on your own. And that can bring up all sorts of um, situations in your mindset. And, you know, if you have always been in a relationship with somebody as well, like a lot of people are, they're kind of in back-to-back relationships and you've never really been by yourself. That is certainly a reason that would trigger you into that fear factor. But just like the other fear reason that you're never going to find someone, you absolutely always do. But the most important person that you need to find is yourself. So if fear is stopping you, I urge you to do some exploratory inner work on your own mindset and really dive in deep to that the inner child story, your beliefs around relationships, your beliefs around um, the stories you're telling yourself, like what is it that you're truly afraid of? Because there is nothing you cannot overcome. Because at the end of the day, there is nothing more fearful in my eyes and many other people's than being in a relationship with someone that you know is not the best thing for your heart and soul, where you know you are drowning in that relationship on some level. So I urge you to um, examine your beliefs, your concerns, and really dive into those fear places. And please reach out to me if I can help you in this area as well, guys. Um, The other reason, like I discussed, is financial. Now, if you've been dependent in that relationship, it can be so overwhelming to actually even believe that you can actually go out and do it on your own. I'm here to tell you, you absolutely can, 100%, and it may not be easy initially, but you absolutely can do it. The thing is, you need to start um, doing some of your own research and finding ways in in how you're going to self-support when you leave that relationship. You, you need to understand that there is nothing more soul-destructive, again, than staying in a relationship just because you feel financially secure. Again, it will eat away at your heart and soul over time. You um, absolutely can be a self-sufficient person. Um, I know it doesn't feel like that and there's there would be a story you tell yourself, which is how am I going to do this? How, how can I self-support? How can I look after myself? I've always been dependent. Or even if you're someone that does work in that relationship and um, you know you can work for yourself, but yet you're afraid that your life will downsize. I can tell you now that I have been in that situation where I went from having everything taken care of on a financial level to having pretty much nothing. And the freedom you experience when you let go of that whole story you tell yourself that you need to have a certain way of living and and all that kind of stuff to feel okay, 
It is so liberating because I walked away from a situation, I started back with completely nothing. And I'm telling you now, absolutely uh, the best thing I could have done for my, my soul. So you need to question your soul stuff here when it comes to the finances. I know money is important. I know being financially secure is important, um, but your heart and soul is more important because you know if you are living in a toxic relationship you can't always come back from that the way you can if you say you've lost money you can come back from um not having much financial security but when you emotionally get eroded down to you know pretty much nothing when you're living in these situations it's incredibly hard to climb back right so make sure your mental health is on top of the list if that is what you're struggling with and get the help you need um you know, write down your options, talk to someone that can help you on the financial side of things if that is your story. So that's another reason, again, why people stay and what you can do about that. If you're staying because um, of the kids and you feel like you need to get the family as a nuclear family and all that kind of stuff, it the truth is kids would rather come from a broken home than live in one. And all that energy that is going on in that home that you think the children aren't picking up on, they absolutely are. And I don't say that to make you feel guilt or or anything like that. I'm saying that to be loving and open and honest with you, just to let you know that children really are the happiest when they see happy parents, when they see parents living in their truth, when they see parents just thriving in life. And so the best thing you can ever do for your children is be totally at peace and happy and living your best life. That is how children feel confident. That is how children feel secure. So if you're telling yourself that story that you, you know your kids need to have all whatever your you know your situation is and that's the reason you're not leaving i urge you to just dive in a bit deeper and and ultimately look at the short term um, ramifications and the bigger picture ramifications of that and just see if that is really the, the story or is it just an excuse because sometimes we do say you know it's the kids i can't leave but really there's other pending reasons why you can and it probably goes back to the fear things like we discussed and with the guilt thing, if you're feeling guilt or something like that, you feel you need to take care of your partner, that he needs you on some level, you're doing nobody no favors by staying because you feel your partner needs you. That is totally letting, like stepping out of your whole truth of why you're on this planet and what you're here to do and why you're here. You are not living authentically. And that, like I say, can be so soul crushing to your heart and soul. It can cause you so much depression and anxiety, big picture. Um, that it, that is not where you want to be. You can still be caring and kind to people that when you leave their life, if that is the situation that is for you. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to stay with people um, just because you feel guilty or something along those lines. So I've kind of gone over that quite briefly, guys, and I'm sure there are things I'm not I'm missing out, and I'm not saying everything because we're on you know on a bit of a limited time with these podcasts. I obviously will always discuss in depth more if um, you're asking me for that, and if you write to me, of course, I will definitely um, do my best to get back to you. Um, and of course, I offer the one-to-one -one coaching, which is where we really dive in deep. So, some questions to ask yourself around this situation that I, I really think is very important is to really ask yourself, like, who am I? What is my truth? You know, is this my best life that I am really living? And what is my standard? What is my 
the bar? What is it that is my non-negotiables in my relationships? Because you need to have your emotional boundaries in place. You need to know what your, you know, what you truly want. You know, I was recently talking to somebody and um, this person was telling me that, you know, about her partner. And she said, I think he gives me everything he can, though, even though it's not healthy, it's not always good. And he's this and he's that. And I said, well, I'm, I think he does. If, and if a three out of 10 is okay for you, then that's what you're, that is your okay. Do you see what I mean? So you've got to know what your okay is. Some people are only given what they've got, right? Well, most people are, they give what they can, right? If you think about it, most people are always given the amount that they have got within them. And if your emotional availability or your love or your um, kindness is only a three or four, um, then that is how it is. And of course, you have to, if you're with a partner that is only showing up with a three or a four, and you know that you want a nine or a 10 in your relationship, there's, they're falling short. It's not good for you. It's not what you truly want. And again, you're denying your truth. It's about really standing in your absolute truth and getting really honest with yourself and stop making excuses for the way that person is showing up for you. Because we tend to do that as well, right? We tend to look at these people in our life that are toxic or not healthy for us, and we really do um, try and figure it out. Well, it's because this happened for them, and maybe he's doing this because that happened. You know, my question is, when are we going to stop trying to analyze and figure those partners out? That's not our job right? That is not our job. Yes, I believe we're there to support each other, guide each other and be a strength for each other. And that is great if two people can come together and work together on growing and evolving and all that kind of stuff. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking more about someone that is clearly set in a particular way and has no real interest in changing, learning, growing. And we're just trying to always figure them out. No, You need to just look at how that person's behavior affects you. That's all that's important. How how are you feeling around that person? Are you feeling alive? Are you feeling happy? Are you feeling um, joyous and connected to your truth? Are they bringing out the best in you or are they bringing out the stress in you? What is this person adding to your life? How is this person adding to your life? These are questions you need to ask yourself. And if you are settling for a few crumbs, if you are accepting you know, really crazy behavior, like really aggressive behavior, then really nice behavior, passive aggressive. You need to ask yourself, how is this okay for me? And what is my standard? And how much am I loving me to be accepting this in my life? Because when you are accepting a lot of these behaviors from other people, there is a lack of your own self-love and your own self-worth within your own psyche. Because you won't accept that when you totally love who you are, right? And, you know, a question you need to ask yourself is, are you compromising your truth? Are you, um, you know, just accepting something, but underneath there's a part of you resenting it? Are you accepting this person's behavior, but underneath you know it's just something you really don't want to be accepting at all, but your fear keeps you in that loop, right? So, just to recap guys, so we're talking about, you know, why we stay in these relationships and what we can do about it. Um, and 
I hope I've covered that in as much as I can for now. I hope that's been a little bit helpful. And also, like I said, to question, to ask yourself this question, are you losing yourself in this as well? Are you losing you in this relationship? And it, that is why it's so important to have um, specific things that you do for you every day along the self-worth and the self-love acts. So you're reminding yourself of your own value and your own worth. So you know your standard for yourself. It's imperative to pull the energy back into you. Because like I say, we can be out there externalizing everything, trying to figure them out, trying to make sure everything's okay there and questioning why they're doing this and wondering why they're doing that. And all this time, we're giving all our power away and we're just almost hanging out for a few crumbs of their attention, their, um, you know, their, in the, in the relationship, we're just hanging out for just a little bit of their time, a little bit of their attention. And it's like, really? Is that? your standard? Is that what you're willing to accept? Is your standard a three out of 10? Is this okay for you? You need to look at it for what it truly is and be really honest. And also if you're a mom or even if you're not, ask yourself, if you had a daughter, would you like to watch the way um, this person treats you? Would it be okay for this person to treat your daughter this way? Would it be okay for your daughter to have a partner that you've got is is that okay and and that will give you a sort of real sort of truth about the situation because it's easy to make excuses for um these people again we make the excuses so we can stay in the relationship because to step outside the comfort zone of what we know and as uncomfortable as it is and as miserable as it can be Stepping out of that comfort zone can seem so overwhelming and so scary that we need to tell ourselves a whole bunch of basically crap to keep us in the relationship. And I don't say that to be hurtful or to be horrid. I say it to just hopefully give you a bit of a wake up call because I care. I truly deeply care about you. If you're listening to this podcast right now, you are meant to be listening to this podcast. There is no coincidence. You are listening to me right now tell you this story. You need to get real. You need to get honest with yourself and you need to believe in yourself and you need to connect to your soul, spiritual self and make the changes that you need to make in order to have the life and the love that you absolutely deserve. So that is where I'm going to leave it for today, guys. I got a little bit serious there, I know, and I may have gone off a track a little bit there, but I hope that's made sense. Um, reach out to me, hello at sallykaylin.com. I will, um, I can email you back, um, you know, as quickly as I can. I do have a, a quite a lot of emails actually. So if I haven't responded to you, I apologize. But the best thing you can do is book up a coaching session with me. Um, you can contact me via my website, sallykaylin.com. Um, but yes, it, I am so passionate about helping every person that is struggling in toxic relationship to ultimately feel empowered, feel completely whole and be able to have the life and the love they want. Um, because, But it's all about raising your standards, all about loving yourself and knowing yourself, right? Knowing yourself on such a core level that you're able to make the changes you, you need to make without, you may feel the fear, but you're able to do what you need to do because you love yourself enough to do that. And yes, some of these relationships we find ourselves in, 
it's not all that person's all bad and we're all good. It can be a two-way thing where we can be the person that's really stressed out and, and anxious and all those things and adding to the situation. So please understand that we have to also own our story too. We have to own the part we play. Um, but oftentimes, with especially with the women I coach, it is very much um, being in a very toxic relationship and it is somewhat one-sided to, to, to that extent. So going to love you and leave you guys. Reach out to me if I can help you. Have an amazing day and I will be back in uh, probably a few days. Um, I haven't been able to get on here as much as I'd like lately, um, but hopefully in a few days with a new podcast. Take care of your hearts and um, take care of you. Much love, guys.